So if you have your Bible this morning, I'm going to try to give it to you. I've got like like 12 pages. If you're on the YouVersion app, you can you can pick up um, the notes there. But in um, John chapter 10, I should have let my wife preach the message because she used my verses. Hello. And I didn't tell her what my verses were and I didn't tell her where I was headed. But this must be the Holy Spirit. Jesus said this. He said, very truly, I tell you, and look what he said. He says, Pharisees, you know. Whew, he's talking to religious people. Hello? There are people in this world that consider us religious people. Yeah, they consider you a religious person. But in that day, he was talking to Pharisees and he said, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep out by name and leads them out. When he has brought, all, brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they'll never follow a stranger. In fact, they'll run away from him because they don't recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees, they're hard-headed. They didn't understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal kill and destroy. But get this, Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. How many want the fullness of life? How many want to live life to the fullest? How many want to live life that Jesus describes right here? Where Here's the main, the main thought we're going to talk about. When I walk with Jesus, simple, I can know his voice. When I walk with him, I can know his voice. There are so many voices in this world that want your attention. There's so many voices that sound deep, that sound wide, but Jesus in his own way is saying that, that if we follow him, we will walk with him and we walk with him. He will guide us. He will lead us and he will provide for us. I don't know about you, but I need a God that will lead us. I need a God that will provide for us. I need a God that will go ahead of us because sometimes I just, I, I don't need to be driven. I want to be led. How many want to be led by the Lord? Come on, clap if you want to be led by the Lord. So, Lord, I just pray that you would speak to us in these few moments, God, that you'd have your way in this, this house. God, thank you for, thank you for healing. Thank you for, for, for reminding us today that you're the healer, God. Thank you for allowing us to see a miracle right in our midst, Jesus. God, may, may we be encouraged today to lean in and to listen because you are speaking. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's celebrate his word before we jump into it. So if you're taking notes today, it is in the YouVersion app. Just two questions I think we need to ask ourselves that'll, that'll help us uh, this year in every way. The first one is, whom am I listening to? Because there's people that you're listening to. How many's ever listened to the wrong voice? Hello? Come to, how many know sometimes the wrong voice is your own voice? <laughs> well, that's when it gets deep. You know what I'm saying? When you're like, oh my goodness, that was me. I did that. I shouldn't listen to me. And, and some of us need a savior because we need him to rescue us from ourselves. Did anybody been there? Like you need someone to save you from yourself because your decisions aren't adding up because the decisions you make are causing more pain than causing more life. Okay, let's move on. I'm going to stop meddling. Then the second one is, is whom, I, whom do I need to follow? 
Whom do I need to follow? John 10, 3, Jesus said this. The gatekeeper opens the gate, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls out his own sheep by name, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. So when I walk with Jesus, it's personal. I can listen, and I can learn his voice. So who's calling your name? Who's, who's, who's trying to get your attention? Understand this. He has never stopped talking to you. He's never stopped calling your name. Now, here's what I want you to do. Look at your neighbor. Look at somebody around you that you don't know, okay? It's not the person that you came to church with. Maybe you have to look at the person in front of you or behind you. And I want you to ask them this, like, what's your name? Come on, ask him. Go ahead. Come on, do it. Do it. What's your name? Come on, ask him. You got it? You got it? You got their name? Come on, you got it? Hold on to it. All right. Now, I want you to, to look at them and say their name. Come on, look at them and say their name. Oh, this is deep. Come on now. Woo! Everyone likes to hear their name. Hello? If you're at the DMV, you want to hear your name. Next. Hello? But, but, but the one that when my mom would call me and it was time for dinner, I, if I didn't listen to her and I didn't hear her voice, I didn't like the way she called my name. Hello? Some of us are hard-headed at times, and, and God's been saying your name over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And what he wants to remind you today is lean in and listen because his plan is better. Let me say that again. Lean in and listen because his plan is better. He wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. What did the sheep do? The sheep uh, listen to the shepherd. So today, how is the Lord speaking to us? Thank you, Pastor Jenny, for telling him how he's speaking to us. How is the Lord speaking to us? Hello? I mean, you got to think about this. This is not deep. Sometimes we overthink this thing and we think, oh my goodness, there's this God out there and he created everything under the sun, everything around the sun and everything that walks and moves and everything I see. He created all these things and we overcomplicate the fact that, that John himself said in the beginning, hello? In the beginning, that means before creation was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. If we truly want to hear the Lord speaking to us, then read his word. I'm just going to leave it there. If you truly want to hear what he has to say about your marriage, if you truly want to hear what he says about healing, if you truly want to know what he says about deliverance, if you truly want to know what he says about provision, what he says about your finances, what he says about your family, what he says about how you should treat people that mistreat you. It's in the word. Come on, how, do we, how are we going to understand what God's saying to us if we don't listen to his word, if we don't follow what his word says? So this year, come on, we're going to walk with Jesus. What does that mean? We're going to walk with his word. Come on, how are we going to walk with his word? Come on now. These last two weeks, we've asked you to soap around the scriptures in the book of John. Guess what? Tomorrow is John chapter 15. There's not a page for you to write it down. We tell you, get a journal, get something, use the notes app in your phone, whatever it is. Read John chapter 15 in the next seven days. Let's, let's finish out the book of John together because when he speaks to us through his word, he can, he can guide us and lead us. How does he speak to us? He speaks to us through people. He speaks to us through the people around us. If they're, if they, if it, listen, if, if you're, if you're following someone that's not following Jesus, 
then ask, your, ask yourself where you're going. You know what I'm saying? If I'm following somebody that's not following him, then where am I headed? You know what I'm saying? Where am I going with this thing? You got to realize that you need somebody around you and a voice around you that can lead you and guide you and help you. He speaks to us not just through his word and his people. Sometimes he speaks to you through me. I'll get up here and say something and people will walk away and go, why in the world were you talking to me? And I'm just here to tell you that the Holy Spirit uses my voice to speak to you and today he's speaking to you. How many have heard God speak to you through pastor before? Come on, shout if that's you. Well, let's be real. How many sometimes God speaks to you through what I say and you don't like what I'm saying? You really don't. You know what I'm saying? You're like, ah, no, he's not talking to me. He's talking to them. They need this. You know what I'm saying? Can I encourage you this year? Could you, could you enlist this activity in your life? You need to be a person that understands what selective hearing is. You need to be selective about your hearing. What am I saying? I'm not listening to negativity. I'm not listening to doubters and haters. I'm going to listen to those that believe in the miraculous. I'm going to believe in those that listen to Jesus. I'm going to believe, I'm going to start listening to the right voices. We've got a generation that's being, that's, that's, that's listening to, to these people that are quote, influencers that have like thousands of what they call followers on this thing called social media. And they're making decisions based on what TikTok and Instagram tell them what to do. And I'm telling you that God is bigger than TikTok. He's bigger than Instagram. And that preacher on Instagram can't live your life. You need to live in the word and listen to what the word says, because the word will speak life to you. How many believe that? Come on, Clive. You believe that? What are you saying, Pastor? Do you, do you think my, let me just meddle a little bit, okay? Is that okay? Can I just meddle a little bit? Do you think my teenagers should have social media? No, I don't. I got one supporter, okay? Pastor, you have social media. Yeah, but I'm 55 years old. I have some experience about life. I understand what their algorithms are trying to sell me. They're trying to sell me everything I look at on Instagram or everything I look at on Amazon. It appears in my Instagram thing over and over and over. They are marketing the fool out of me. So whatever your kids are looking at on there, guess what? They're going to be marketed the hilt by that. Oh, why? Man, I want my kids to think and understand that there's a God that's speaking to them that he's got a plan for them, that it's greater than the world around them, that when TikTok and Instagram fade away and the next fad comes along, guess what? Jesus is still Jesus. What do we need? We need more of Jesus. Come on, clap you and understand we need more of Jesus. Why? So when he talks about the sheep and the gate and, and these things, that understand that we've got to understand it in a simple way. That city that, that, the, that, the, that, the, that, that he's talking about, in every village there would be a pen. It was a sheep pen, and, and it was a community place they'd bring all their sheep to, and they would put them inside of this pen, and there would be a gatekeeper that would stand there, and he would allow the shepherd to come in because the shepherd was the one that came in and brought the sheep out. And the shepherd would stand there, and he'd, say, I'd, he'd just call them by name. Come on now. He would name them and call them, and, and they would follow him because they would listen to him. And Jesus said, anybody else that tries to get in the pen is a thief and robber. They got to go through the gate. Yeah. Who's the gatekeeper? <laughs> Jesus said, I'm the gate. Come on now. We got to go through him. And then when we walk out, he wants to lead us out. See, when I walk with Jesus, I can learn his voice, but I can know his voice. And the benefit of knowing his voice is listening to someone that has a greater plan for my life than I do. 
When I listen to him, I can know that some that he is leading me to a greater place than I can lead myself. I have the creator of the universe that wants to set things into motion for me. He'll help me marry the right person. How many know you got to marry the right person? Listen, if you feel like you have married the wrong person, pray for them. <laughs> Marriage counseling doesn't happen right now. Okay, let's just, let's start with this. Listen to the Lord, all right? So someone needs to hear this. If we only listen to the voice of the, of the Holy Spirit, if we only listen to what God's saying to us when we're in crisis, when we're going through something, when we need something, like, okay, Lord, I'm listening. You got my attention, all this pain. And, and we draw in, we draw close. We find hope, peace, direction in every possible way, and it lifts off our lives. If we only listen to him during those times, then we obviously will miss the times where he says, I love you. I've got a plan for you. I set things up for you. When you get up in the morning, I got peace for you. I got peace that runs like a river. I got so much more in store for you. And we just need to lean in in the good times and realize that he's still speaking to us because he's got greater plans for us. I don't know about you, but I need to be encouraged at times that God is still moving in my life when I feel like things aren't moving. You ever been there when things aren't moving? You're like, oh, I guess I got to move something in order for something to move. And God's like, don't worry about it. I got this thing under control. I'm going to handle it. I got it all locked down. You are protected protected. We start listening to the right voice. We start, we start going the right places. I walk with Jesus. I can hear his voice. I can learn his voice. I can know his voice. Verse three, it says he calls his sheep out and he goes ahead of them. So when I walk with Jesus, it's directional. He leads me out. I can walk into destiny when I walk with him. The greatest struggle is most of us in this life are directionally challenged. Let me say that again. We are directionally challenged. We go into a situation. We have more than one option. We're like, I got this option, this option, this option. People have said, okay, pastor, I got five options. Can you tell me which one to take? And I'm like, let's pray. Cause I'm not here to tell you which option to take. And then we're like, Oh, we're so like, like we got all these that were directionally challenged and, and God wants to lead us and guide us to what's next in our heart and in our life. And when you are directionally challenged, you need help to walk through it. Life is not a corn maze. Life is not that fun house in the, in the, at the fair where it has all those glass walls where you send your kids in and then they boom, 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 boom into the walls and then they freak out because they can't find their way out. And then the carny walks in and he just goes, oh, here you go and gets them by the hand. They're freaking out and walks them out. So, sometimes the Holy Spirit, when we get in the middle of freak out mode in the middle of life and we think we're in a maze and we can't get out of this thing, that's when we need to lean in and realize that he's there to lead us out. He's not there to drive us out. Some of us, some of us want to be driven. But understand this, sheep are intelligent. In World War I, there were these, these, um, these uh, soldiers that tried to steal a flock of sheep in Jerusalem. And the shepherd was asleep. And when he woke up, they were being driven away by these, by these uh, military people. And he's like, oh my goodness, what do I do? No, no, he just, he just starts calling. And the sheep just returned. There was nothing that those soldiers could do on their own to keep the sheep. Why? Because they run from a stranger. Because they're not listening. They're listening to the shepherd's voice. Listen to me. When you start listening to Jesus, there's not a fool on this planet that can get you to follow them. Because he's got a greater plan. 
When you start listening to him and walking with him and listening to his word, guess what? He leads you. He guides you. He's not there to drive you. He's there to go right out in front of you and say, walk this way. I've got greater things in store for you. How many want to walk with him this year? You guys in the band can come back. We're going to finish it here in a second because I'm almost done. But um, I have a, a French bulldog that every night drives me crazy. Every night. I'm telling you, uh, I, it's, it's the co most comical thing on the planet. Because right before bedtime, he's like laying on my bed. And he thinks that that's his bed. He's there. And I go, it's time. Let's go. It's time to go outside. He'll look at me and roll over. And then I'll have to drive him off the bed. And when he gets off the bed, he starts growling. You know, and everything like that. And I'm like, all right, it's time to go. Let's go. And then you try to like like, like get him to go. And what does he do? He lays down on his side and just like, I'm not moving. I'm just laying here. I'm not going down there. You're not leaving me downstairs by myself. You know, come on now. I know I got a, another dog to hang out with, but, but, but I don't want to be with her either. I just want to lay here. You know, I don't know what he's thinking. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go. And then I like, you like push him and everything and he'll roll over on his back and go, I'm not moving. You know, and everything and growling and, and just doing his own thing. He gets cantankerous because he wants to stay where he wants to stay. But if I get in front of him and say, let's go. He'll follow me. It'll take some coaxing. Some of us in this room, we're laying down. And we're saying, I'm saying, put. I'm not moving. And God's telling you it's time to move. It's time to move closer to him. It's time to move away from those people that are leading you away from him. See, if you're following the wrong people, the wrong people will take you to the wrong places. If I'm around people that, that don't listen to the Lord, that don't have a relationship with Jesus, then which direction am I going while I'm following them? Oh, that's hard, pastor. No, I'm not telling you to cut your family members off. I'm telling you to start letting the Lord lead you. Let the Lord do great things in your heart and your life. Let him be the guide. Let him go out in front of you. Why does he want to go out in front of you? Because he's got good things in store for you. Look what it says in verse nine. It says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me, will be saved. They will come in and they will go out and they will find pasture. When I walk with Jesus, it's provisional. I can find pasture. The one thing that sheep want to do is eat all the time. So when the, when the shepherd would bring them out, he'd say, follow me. He was only following them to good pastures. He was only following the places that they could eat. He was only following the places where they could find the provision. The reason why some of us aren't finding provision is because we're not following close enough to Jesus. Because we're not choosing to walk with him. It's the small, smart things you do every single day. It's the word that you read every single day. Over time, that compounds to the point where you start seeing him provide in your life. People tell me like, pastor, you tell me to tithe all the time. Why do you tell me the tithe? The reason why I tell you to tithe is because when you get things in order, when you get things in, in the proper order that God wants them to be, you're like, well, I tithe for two weeks and nothing happened. I'm here to tell you, you can tithe for two weeks and nothing can happen, but I've got seed in the ground over these years that I'm going to have a consistent walk with him that trusts him, that follows him. And guess what? I'm going to find pasture. I'm going to run into pasture. I'm going to eat and see what God God wants for my life. How many need provision in your life? Maybe it's time to let him lead us. Maybe it's time to walk closer with him because Jesus said this. He said, the thief only comes to steal, kill and destroy. 
but I've come that you might have life and not just have an average life, but have an abundant life, to have a life that is centered in him, to have a life that is devoted to him, to have a, a life that is excessive and, and, and ex extraordinary in every way. When I follow Jesus, I know that he makes my life what he wants it to be. When I follow myself, when I lead myself, come on, I mean, it's the beginning of the year. I've been to the gym one time. I'm winning. I'm losing. You know what I'm saying? I'm leading myself, all right? This body is not going to stay healthy on its own. Hello? I, I, but, but guess what? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like here's what I'm blaming it on. I'm going to blame it on reading the Word. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to spend more time with the Word. You know, how, how superficial is that? Come on, now, I, regardless of what's going on, I still need to take care of all this. So I want to encourage you today. Take the step. Walk with Jesus. Believe in Jesus. This year, refuse to listen to voices that lead you away from him. Refuse to listen to voices that divide you from, from people that are different than you. I'm telling you, in the last few years, there's been voices that have tried to divide all of us. Come on, there's something about unity. Something about saying, I am the church, and I want God to do great things through me. I want my community. I'm, I'm telling you, in two weeks is Vision Sunday, and we're going to share a vision with, with you about the warehouse that completely is up and go, ready to, to be outfitted in every way. I mean, we are ready to see God do something great in this city, and we need some people that will walk with him, so people that aren't walking with him saying, this is the way you walk. How many want to be those people? Come on, clap if you want to be those people. So would you stand with me today? And I just, I just want to encourage you. I got a text this morning from um, one of the guys that's in my circle. I have a circle of men that we gather and, and they like to gather all the time. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what season it is. They're like, hey, let's get together. You know what I'm saying? Because they like food. Hello. Yeah, there's one of them. Yeah. And um, one of them was at the game last night and he said, he said, fellas, I just want you to know I'm not going to be in church tomorrow, but I don't want you to hate on me because I have to work today. But he said, pastor, I want to thank you for giving us an opportunity to get closer to God. And he wrote this, this whole thing about how hard it was at times to fast and how, how, how much he was tempted to eat meats and sweets because he, everything was meat and everything was sweet during that. I mean, you just wanted it. I mean, I'm telling you tonight, I'm going to eat brisket. Hello? Why? Because I just believe that's what God wants me to eat. All right. Now I, that's what I prepared. Hello? I just, I just know that, 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 that God is pleased. Tell, let's go on. Okay. I'm, I'm divulging. What I'm saying is this, um, how close do you want to be to Jesus? How close do you want to walk with him? The miracle that we saw around this altar. Can I just tell you, I didn't pray for her. Somebody else prayed for her. I don't know who prayed for her. Our youth pastor talked to her on Wednesday about, about healing and prayed with her and said, hey, Sunday when you come, we're going to pray for you. And look at God. He healed this girl. Hello, man. That, that does something to my soul. Hello? That reminds me that when we walk with him, we need to believe in him and that he's got great things for us. So here's the big question. What's your walk with Jesus look like? Maybe it's not as close as it should be. Let's take steps closer to him. Let's get in his word. Let, let's join in prayer. When we have our, our monthly prayer time on Wednesday night, let's pack the house and see God do something great in, this, in the city as we pray, believe together.
I would encourage you every week, you know, as you walk closer to Jesus, you're going to see people that aren't walking close to Jesus that you can say, Hey, why don't you come with me to my church? Because I just believe God's got something great for you. Hey, this weekend, I don't know what you did. You might've went to the Jaguars game, but I saw a teenage girl that was blind. Now she can see you want to go there. Come on. That, that, that's where I go to church. Hello. I mean, you ought to use what God's really doing in the house and in, in people's lives and see him do greater. So are you close enough to listen? See, the closer I get, the, the easier it is to listen to him. Some of us are, are, are following him at a distance and we're wondering why we can't find direction. And God wants you to take steps closer. It's the steps you take every single day. This is not deep. This is something that you can apply to your life. And, 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 and do you know his voice? We need to know him. We know him through his word. We know him through his people. We know him through this experience. And when we know him, we can say this, I still believe. I've asked him to sing that song again, I still believe. Regardless of what I'm walking through, I still believe. Regardless of the condition of our country, I still believe. Regardless of what the haters say, I still believe. Regardless of what negative people say, I still believe. Regardless of what I, I, I'm going to face this year, I still believe. Why? Because I've got a God who believes great, who's got greater. Who's got a God that has greater? Come on now. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast today. If you would like to support this ministry, you can visit our website, www.oceanwaychurch.com give.